0: I'm so pleased that finally um, the people that write articles about how millennials are ruining everything by like buying too much avocado toast or whatever millennials are supposed to be doing have finally started to realize that millennials aren't young people anymore. We're like 40 year old uh, alcoholics and not. 20 year olds um and they're like us Mm -hmm. they're finally starting to blame gen z for things so gen z is finally starting to get credit for being the annoying young people instead of millennials who like we all have kids and we're you know we're not well some millennials don't have kids but um you know a lot of them do we're like a totally different age group now but finally um finally gen z is getting credit for ruining things or changing things or making things different um, the food industry is um, reacting to Gen Z and the fact that they have a propensity to veganism more than previous generations. And that's supposedly changing the food industry. So, all these brands like Beyond Meat and Just Egg and Impossible Foods, and um, they're all sort of, you know, they're having this moment in the sun because. You know, Gen Z is more vegan than than previous generations, and according to articles, like they've been surveyed, and seventy percent of the vegans in the age group say they're going to continue to be vegan for the next five years.
1: So, okay, let me start you fundamentally at, at where this is, where why this is much more egregious than than the millennials. The, the one of the biggest violations I've ever seen of human decency. And violations of mankind simply trying to want to have a civilization was when I worked at the front desk in my first radio job, mm-hmm. and we got these ice we got these cupcakes in every month. It was Cupcake Day. My job was to right. announce Cupcake Day, and as infantilizing as that was, and horrifically humiliating as it was, to on the loudspeaker on the PA announce Cupcake Day, so these adults would come <laughs> running. <laughs> and ask about the cupcakes. Oh my goodness! How are the cupcakes? T- are the, okay, that's fine. That's, that's for another show. That's for that's for a therapist. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember this one millennial kid. I think his name was Nick. He meant well, but he was he was a he was just the worst example. Like wannabe sales guy had very had very Ellis from Die Hard uh, vibes, but wasn't as good as Ellis. It was like everything Nick did you had seen before. Somebody else mm-hmm. tried to do better, but anyway. I remember Nick grabbing the cupcake and with his fingers wiping off the icing. One of these these icing on the cake cupcakes, This they were in, I think they were in Newton. They still might like be there. They were really good. The icing was very heavy, very, very sugary, very creamy. It was like really, like you were yeah. rocking. And he wiped it off. And I remember him, the disdain, look of disdain in his face. Like, Ugh, way too much frosting on these. And I thought to myself, if I... Were to fulfill my responsibility in the world, I would have grabbed the potted plant next to me and beat him about the head until such time as he was declared dead. Because that's what you deserve to get. You know, there's, there's, something about sweet and creamy, et cetera, that is the treasure, the finally, the reward for our toils. You know, this has been Mm -hmm. through generations, through through centuries, and the stupid millennial didn't understand that. Oh, it's just too sweet because sweets available everywhere. So anyway, he deserved to die. Obviously. Now, what I found since then, with it's even more disappointing. Nick was given the bounty, and was too dumb to realize that that's a really good thing and that's a departure. Obviously, he's the kind of guy. He's a street teamer, so that makes sense. He he doesn't know any. Doesn't know to like. There's a certain kind of wanderlust. Wanderlust invites ice cream, um, um, frosting. Right. What I found with the millennials, the zennials, Gen Z, and this is where I exonerate and forgive all of the millennials who just didn't get it, is that zennials will completely deprive themselves of all the good things because they're scared that the seas are rising. Right. And the the problem with that is not that they believe that the seas are rising. That's fine. You can. There's all sorts of different beliefs and there's all kinds of religions mm-hmm. sure all kinds of religion the problem is is that when i was 22 years old and our parents in the establishment if they had told us that the seas are rising so we can't eat steak anymore we would have said f you and rocked only steak we would have done exactly the opposite of what the establishment mm-hmm. and our parents wanted to the problem with the, this vegan culture and the vegan revolution is they're all compliant. Right. I will assimilate into what you tell me, father and mother, and the academia and everything. And that is not good. There should be a rebellious spirit among young people. For the Gen Xers, my people, even though we were all hoodwinked by this, everything rebranded for us. They said, okay, these these people don't want anything that looks traditional whatsoever. They need alternative versions of everything. So they had to, what was... Um, what's a good way to put it? What was like Duran Duran as a brand, they said we need to make that into Nirvana. Make everything look like Nirvana and taste like Nirvana for these people. It doesn't matter that, you know, Coca-Cola still owns the company or Big Craft still owns the company. Give them alternative stuff so they can at least feel like rebels. Mm -hmm. And so they at least in that way, at least, you know, we got to indulge in 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 things like that. And this is a failure-to-launch problem with the with this revolution of just eating vegan stuff. It, it can be fine. Vegetables can be fine.
0: Eating lots of vegetables is good,
1: yes. Sure, but if you're going full vegan, then you are missing... Unless you love, you know, sticks of semolina and pasta with a water sauce, then you need to divert yourself and... It is a self-flagellation. It is. It is so funny because we've come a long way here, Mm -hmm. and the and and it's once again it's much the same way as is culturally in my generation we were eschewing all the traditional stuff because you know that's that that was you know we were uh, slackers man we're not living your way you're not doing anything um in in much the same way this like. A of all the stuff in the in the in in, like making the sacrifice, so I am going to deny myself right now because the seas are rising and whatever. At the same time, that's the same generation who have everything; they've got cell phones with smartphones with all the everything you could ever want, which my generation didn't have. So it's interesting. It's like it's disingenuous. It's a nod. It's signaling. But uh, I've taken us uh, far afoot here, Alice. Please feel free. Go ahead, right ahead. <laughs>
0: um, so I was just reading about how the, you know, the younger generation, the Gen Zers, the Zoomers, if you will, are you know the food industry's all like thrown off and like they're changing the food industry. They're bringing it into college campus dining halls. All these meat and egg alternatives and stuff. Um, And that one thing that they mentioned that was interesting, which I think ties into what you were saying as well, is that the marketing people have realized that the, um, that doing the plant-based foods is not, this isn't like a weird crunchy hippie thing for Zoomers. Mm. This is a status symbol thing. Mm. That it's a rich people's thing to be able to afford like plant-based special foods. Right, right. And that these are, you know, that, This is it almost feels like, you know, you're showing off wealth when you're drinking Oatly oat milk or whatever, you know, that that, that's the marketing of it is that this is a status symbol thing and not a it's not a countercultural thing. Like you were saying, this is a. This is a buying into what the good people say you right. should be doing thing. This isn't, you know, a rebellion or a counterculture or a rejection of mainstream culture. This is a um, you know, this is a buying into the most elite culture that there is. This it, this new plant-based food movement.
1: Right. Right. right? And it comes with it comes with several other it may come with um with a Tesla or an EV. It probably comes with a master's degree, or or it probably does. It comes with um, sometimes Ivy League, but certainly close Ivy League adjacent mm-hmm. school debt, college debt that you feel that you shouldn't have to burden. There are some of these adornments that come with this, so right? Just so first, just so the folks can spot spot what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I think there are aspects of eating vegan that can be healthy like you were saying like eating a lot of vegetables is clearly something that is good for you that's one thing we definitely like picked up on awaken 180 is that when you eat a lot of vegetables and healthy fats like olive and avocado oil that you like feel really good and if you fill up on a lot of that stuff you don't need to eat as much of a lot of things Particularly like potato chip type things, right? You know, so that's definitely one positive. If you're eating a lot of stuff like that, you can eat a vegan diet and like eat a lot of potato chips, too. That's the problem, right? So if you're eating a lot of vegetables, that's great. Nuts are also really a positive. I just saw a study that nuts are linked to lower depression risk. If you eat nuts every day.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Which
0: also makes sense to me because they're full of nutrients. They're full of fiber. They're another great, like, snack type thing. There's definitely, like, vegan options out there that are good for you. Nutritional yeast is also, like, kind Mm -hmm. of having a moment. A lot of people are using nutritional yeast for proteins and things. Oh, sure. And I think that definitely
1: mm -hmm. we have seen through the Wake 180, et cetera, that you can get emotional lifts, et cetera, in general. Oh, from how you eat. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Huge.
0: That being said, Awaken 180 also, generally, I mean, it's modifiable, but generally has you eat a pretty significant amount of meat and protein as well. I mean, portion control because it's a weight loss thing, but in general, even so, like, you do need a lot of protein, and that's way harder to do on a vegan diet, and it's especially way harder to do on a vegan diet in a healthy way if you don't want to eat a ton of soy and other stuff. Mm -hmm. and. And there's also certain vitamins and minerals, like it's harder to get iron, it's harder to get certain B vitamins. There are certain things that it's harder to get enough of if you are eating vegan, and that those are also really important and mood impacting and like, and, you know, the, that makes it tough. That makes it tough. I mean, I think, so I think a lot of the parts, if you're doing the like status symbol vegan diet where you're eating, um, you know, fancy products that are made of nuts and vegetables and stuff, they're... There are aspects of that that are good for you, but overall, like most people mm-hmm. need to eat meat. Unless you are really planning your diet extremely carefully from uh vitamins and minerals perspective, it's very difficult to get enough of a lot of really important stuff if you eat vegan over the long term.
1: Well, isn't there a way to get a consensus? So so I'm uh 50 can't me in the venn diagram of let's say nacho cheese i love respect and adore and have now for 40 years mm-hmm. processed nacho cheese from the huge can in mm-hmm. the heated thing with the squirter i have no idea what's in it nope but as far as i know it could be uh elderberries and uh and soy and who knows isn't there a way that there can be a Venn diagram middle between me and the vegans with something that, like that that's processed.
0: Oh, yeah. And a lot of those things are very processed, like the Beyond Meat type of things. Um Just Egg is a huge um, vegan. Is that company. the White Eggs Just Egg? That's, it's like a clear bottle and it has like a little square on the front that mm-hmm. says J-U-S-T. And it's made of mung bean protein. It's really big in food oh, so it's allergy not egg, it's not eggs. too. No, no, which a lot of people have a problem with that. It's called Just Egg, right? Because it's because it's but egg. literally not egg right. at all. It's a vegan company called. Um, I think they're called Just Foods or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're uh, yeah, it's it's not eggs. It's really big with food allergy people because egg is a really common food allergen for little kids. Um, but it's. It's not egg, it's made of mung beans and it's pretty popular, like it's a liquid like those scramblers or whatever you can buy and you can pour it in and it's made of beans so it does have protein and stuff in it. I think it's made of mung beans. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty popular egg replacer both in recipes and you can like make it into something that resembles eggs too. You know, pour it into a pan and cook it up. But it's, mm-hmm. but it's not egg. But they're a really big vegan food company that's um, seen a lot of success. But yeah, not everyone likes that. The just egg labeling is an issue. There's also um France in particular. We've talked about them before how they cracked down the you know, Belgium destroyed a bunch of champagne of beers. Yes. Can. Cuz it
1: wasn't champagne. Cuz
0: it's not champ it's not from the champagne region of France, so you're not allowed to call it the champagne of beers. Um But France is trying to ban um, meaty language on vegetarian products, terms like steak, grill, and spare ribs to be removed from plant-based foods if the Agriculture Ministry's decree is accepted by the EU. France's long-running battle over vegan food names has escalated as the government published a decree banning terms like steak, grill, or spare ribs being used to describe plant-based products. Mark Fesnau, the... French agriculture minister said the new government decree on products such as vegan ham or plant-based steak was about helping shoppers in an issue of transparency and honesty, responding to the legitimate expectations of consumers and producers. But some vegans and animal rights groups said it showed that the French government was favoring the meat industry. French farmers and meat companies have long complained that customers are unjustly confused by the notion of vegetarian or vegan meat. France remains a predominantly meat-eating nation as the European country with the highest beef and veal consumption per inhabitant.
1: Didn't we decide like that France is doing it best?
0: They're super healthy in France.
1: They're super healthy. They eat baguettes but are not fats. Right, right. They eat and drink and have a lot of sex. I mean, like, yeah. it, they're doing it well, I think. Right. And, and chain smoke. <laughs> Fewer
0: than 1% of the French population is vegan, and the word vegan has become laden with negative political associations. Oh, no. And then rouse over activism against butcher shops. Uh, 24% of French people say they're cutting down on meat, but sale of vegan products in French supermarkets are less than in neighboring countries like the UK. And France became the first country in the EU last year to attempt to issue a decree prohibiting meaty words, uh, against use by plant-based products. But the government's first decree was considered too vague and was suspended. I mean, some, so some of these go too far, um, in my opinion, they want to ban, um, they have 21 words that they want to ban to describe plant-based protein products, but, um, they're allowing some to stay like, uh, sausage nugget bacon, but only if the products do not succeed, do not exceed a certain amount of plant proteins. So, um, products marketed with labels like vegan bacon or vegan sausages would have to change their name. So some of these, like, I think kind of go too far. I think if you have a vegan sausage, no, that that's people like saying you have
1: trans men. It's like, what do you really mean? What well, is it okay. biologically? A vegan sausage, was, oh, it, so it's not sausage. It's, it's uh, marigold. All right, that, then just say that. Mm-hmm. You know, but marigold you feel, posing as sausage. But
0: how do you feel about like the milks? Because the dairy industry in the United States is always trying to get those banned. Soy milk, almond milk, coconut milk. Because they're saying if it doesn't come from a cow, it's not milk. Or if it doesn't come from an animal, Well, let me I ask guess, you something. Does soy that.
1: milk need to be refrigerated before opening? Because they keep it near the other milks. Yeah. Or is that deception?
0: I think it does.
1: Um, No, I, I think that, that only milk should be milk.
0: So no more coconut milk, no more... I just don't call it milk,
1: if, unless it's milk. No. What
0: would you call coconut milk, or soy milk, or almond milk? I mean, um, or oat milk. I mean, what do what you...
1: I I mean I don't know. There are words that we have now that we didn't have. Uh, that you if if you told me twenty years ago that you were going to text me, everybody would you would say what does that mean? That's not a thing.
0: I mean I know, but I think I, I think it depends on the word. Like I think people know uh, what almond milk is, don't you? Uh,
1: uh, um yes, call it smilk, and the S means <laughs> something that means similar to milk. Smilk. <laughs>
0: What about how do you feel about the products? There's also a company out there, and I'm forgetting the name right now, but they are more like one of these tech ones, like a Beyond. You know how there's the companies that like grow meat in a lab, yes, right? So there's um there's a milk company that like has essentially like chemically copied all the molecules in milk, mm-hmm. and they like make it in a lab. And put it on the shelf so it's like milk but no cows were harmed in the making of the milk.
1: Smilk. S- it's smilk. S- Synthetic So milk. that one
0: upsets a lot of people too because as you know we have a kid with allergies so mm-hmm. I'm in all the allergy Facebook groups and that's labeled vegan and a lot of people with egg and milk allergies um, rely on vegan labels even though it's not really like their business like the vegan people aren't concerned with allergies that's not what the label means but they rely on vegan labeling yes. to say there's no milk or egg in this but the ones that are made that are chemically exactly the same as milk that's an issue because that i mean it's vegan technically because vegan has to do with whether or not animals were harmed right but uh it will still cause your milk allergic child to react because it has the molecules in it that your child is allergic didn't to.
1: like didn't like 15 years ago everybody hate monsanto and now everything's trying to be monsanto
0: well, yeah, I guess so. So, and that's a really big. That's an interesting thing because it used to be a very, like, lefty, elite belief to, you know, be against bioengineered foods and right. against. But now, like, it's like the tech is going to save the planet if we all like avoid eating meat, so right, we can okay. all eat yeah. food grown we can in the eliminate lab. Methane right.
1: Methane by eliminating sheep's and goats, right? And cowies and right. Else.
0: So. So I mean, yeah, it, it has been an interesting kind of cultural shift around what's gone on with that. But yeah, there's a there's a bunch of these different companies, and it's a huge, huge part of the industry. Um, another really big trend in the food industry right now that's shaking up the food industry is these um obesity drugs.
1: Oh, oh yeah, okay. So yeah.
0: Morgan Stanley just issued um like a warning this week, a report saying like these obesity drugs could actually like impact the amount of money people spend on food in this country. If these we... obesity
1: drugs or, or these um, diabetes drugs that are causing people to lose weight?
0: Yeah, the diabetes drugs yeah. that people are taking to lose weight. Ozempic um And Wegovie and all these, you know, related um, things that people are eating. So, yeah. So, Morgan Stanley, I mean, like, in terms of investor risks, because the food industry, like, people may start to spend now a significantly smaller portion of their income on food, some of these people, because it's a huge, huge appetite suppressant.
1: Oh, so I didn't know that that's how it worked. Exactly. Okay.
0: I mean... There's been all kinds. I don't know that people know how any of this stuff works. I got to really. tell you
1: honestly. I think that, I think that this is a trend that's going to go away because I think everybody's going to spend six months thin, and then rock it right past where they used to be well
0: but that's where the i mean yeah if you go off the drug then Mm -hmm. you will but the drugs are and this is what's interesting and why i don't think they necessarily know exactly how they work and how they impact your brain because it's not just the foods too people report you know like quitting biting their nails quitting Mm -hmm. smoking on them there's a total um you know like impulse control aspect to these drugs where it's like you just don't have the urge to do these things or you're easily able to overcome the urge to do things that compulsively so
1: Hmm. it's interesting it's it's almost if well i could see how like being heavy would cause you to do mm -hmm. other things wrong probably brings you anxiety etc it's kind of like you know when you when you quit drinking you quit doing a lot of little things around drinking right you know like like whenever i stop drinking like i don't do nervous things like bite my nails mm-hmm. that goes by the wayside
0: right so morgan stanley's estimating that seven percent of the u.s population will be on those drugs by 2035 seven seven percent so that's mm. like one out of every whatever it is um 84 Fourteen, like one out of every fourteen people mm-hmm. will be on. A, which, like, I'm surprised we're not even closer to that now. We must just not hang around yeah. the right people because I feel like I know a lot of people who are on those who have lost a ton of weight on them.
1: You know, at the but, same time, you know, one mm-hmm. of the, the the I just don't like the idea of them. And you know, having lost a bunch of weight with not all that much effort that you and mm-hmm. I did. Through waking one eighty, and I like I, in me especially with no discipline. Like my guy I work with, Matt yeah. at my work, has uh, been on two weeks, has lost eighteen pounds. He's losing nine pounds a week.
0: Right, and you did your first week, but
1: yeah. Right, but yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, and so. Right. you know what's gonna do it is if they start to cover these on Medicaid because they are very expensive and I think they're not covered right now for weight loss by most insurance, but mm-hmm. but a lot of the obesity problem in the United States is amongst people who are on Medicaid
1: and, yeah, no, and no lower doubt.
0: income options. No doubt no, anybody so, on
1: Obamacare essentially mm-hmm, uh, you, you know, Which is
0: which mostly is, Medicaid.
1: Right that's what it is, Medicaid expansion. <laughs> yeah, right. But 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 that's but let me ask you mm-hmm. what about the um the people who were defending the body image of being fat. Why why now it's considered an ailment. Um, I mean, there are yeah. fashion, there are um, fitness magazines that feature that huge are fat promoting.
0: People. Yeah. Fatness as a, an appropriate aesthetic to like, yeah, I don't know what happens to that. So, yeah, but I think, um, I think most people, when it comes to themselves, if they have the option would prefer to be skinny.
1: Uh, definitely.
0: I mean, I think that's just, you can tell people it's great to be fat all day long, but I think most people at the end of the day, if they can take a pill and be skinny, would be skinny.
1: Yes. Especially to take a pill and be skinny. There's no doubt. You just think about the oh, things yeah. people do to, no, to, people to be No, people aren't fat skinny. because
0: they like how fat looks. People no. are fat because they enjoy eating stuff more yes. than they enjoy being skinny. But if you can, you know, not feel the enjoyment of eating stuff and not miss it, then why wouldn't you be skinny? And
1: right. If, no, if, if somebody's t- covering t- the drugs through your insurance. Yeah. No, I could see that. The only thing is, and I think that people, it's so, it's so nice to lose weight and to look good in clothes. And mm-hmm. people will probably say, you know what, throw c- hell with it. You know, who cares? This is worth it. And it's not a new thing. Like even there is to be really thin is, or to be thin and looking your best. This is a young people's thing right. generally. Even when with me and my friends in the '90s, I knew guys who were my same age who, if we'd get a pizza at night after like not going out and meeting any women and Mm we just gorging ourselves a pizza, guys who would tactical chunder because they didn't want to gain any weight next day. Right. It's like it's really
0: it's... <laughs> people are willing to go pretty far. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, so Morgan Stanley's like warning the food industry in when they study people who are on these obesity drugs, they cut back the most on foods that are high in sugar and fat. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that like that this could end up cutting consumption of you know, soft drinks, baked goods, salty snacks by up to 3% in the next, like, 10, 15 years.
1: So, I mean, the the soft drink companies must have seen this coming. I mean, everybody's abandoning beer as, you know, for these seltzers. Soft drinks are beers for kids.
0: Oh, yeah, and not only have they moved towards, like, seltzers and healthier options, Mm -hmm. Coca-Cola has, like, the little green ones that are flavored with stevia or whatever. They Like, the tiny portions... I remember the first time I saw tiny soda cans at a friend's house with like an extremely waspy mother who they never had enough food at their house and it always was um like distressing to me to like eat at her house because there was like never enough to ask for seconds or like dessert was extremely limited. But yeah, they were the only house I ever saw that like I slept over her house for a slumber party and uh They gave us those tiny soda cans, the little like mini half size ones. And I was like, what are these? (laughs) It was like the Zoolander, these sodas for ants? Like, I don't understand. Like, you never used to see that until recent years. So there's definitely like a portion control, like cutting back kind of movement. Because like we talked about, even before the weight loss drugs aspect, the status symbol is not to be drinking Coca-Cola.
1: Oh, obviously.
0: You know, the status symbol is to be drinking kombucha or, you know, seltzer or whatever, you know, something not fattening and not bad.
1: Um, Which reminds me, it actually ties in perfectly to Giselle Bunchen's new cookbook um, that is coming on. It may not be that new or it's coming on. uh, Yeah, it is new, actually. Uh, People and I are always asking me what I eat and how I stay fit. Uh, She's got a cookbook called Nourish Out. It's as cute as you would think it would be. I'm telling you, this is an example of something that I would never go within a thousand miles of these, of Giselle Buncheon's cookbook, because just the way she is tells you that she has nothing in common with me. She Nothing in common with her palate and with me. She is a walking decoration. Mm -hmm. She's not like a Human who like does stuff like that. She's a walking decoration who is, who was born with exceptional physicality, who has been you know using that to uh, make a lot of money. Good for her, but I mean, I anytime when her soy sticks uh, come walking around, I want nothing to do with it. No offense, Giselle, I've got no problem with her. I hate nostalgia, cause I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name. I hate nostalgia,
0: still think about you. It's been so long, I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia.
1: Hope you hate it too. Hope you wonder what am I doing and who I'm pursuing. I hope you think I lead. Really exotic life the way I think about you You probably have a wife of your job And you go to church on Sundays and barbecue on weekends Out in your backyard And sometimes think about me